this work hard, play harder kind of mantra that we have splashed across the back of our bar in the office. And back in the early days, work hard, play harder basically meant really rally the team up, absolutely go for it. We're only in our 20s, let's go out on the weekends, have a great time, party hard, enjoy life, you know, buy nice champagne. But actually, as we've matured and developed and we're now older, we've got children and there's families and everything else, it could be just sitting on the sofa watching TV is playing harder. That's actually playing really hard as far as I'm concerned because I rarely get to do it. So if once the children have gone to bed, I can sit down with my wife, watch a film or something like that. But for me, I'm playing really hard. It doesn't sound like you're playing hard, but it's just my mind is enjoying something that isn't to do with work, but I can do because of the benefit of putting in the maximum effort when I'm in work. So that's our kind of work hard, play harder culture. And we just try and instill that in our DNA of everything we do and the way the team connect with each other. Yo, welcome to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast with me, Ryan Hartley, and welcome to the interview sessions where I interview inspiring, successful people about their heart and their mind. These interview sessions are brought to you by our good friends at Web Creation. Head to webcreationgroup.com for stunning websites at sensible prices. Now that company, Web Creation, might crop up one or two times during this interview. I am joined by local CEO Leon Millard of Web Creation. Leon is from the town where I've grown up in, Trowbridge, here in England. And it's uh, an honour and a pleasure to get him on to the Always Better Than Yesterday podcast. Earlier on in the year 2020, I stumbled into this networking event at this uh, this office block in, in the middle of town. Never been in there before. And I look around and I'm thinking, what have I just walked into it was like a futuristic kind of agency type um working environment open plan beer garden bar um table football you know all of those things the only thing missing leon was your bean bags i didn't see any bean bags um but it was an amazing amazing office space and i just it just sparked my curiosity into how did this company come to be what's the backstory who created this company um, and this is what today's episode is all about is about bringing on leon the ceo who's been running web creation with his friends for the last 15 years and i get to ask all my curious questions to learn about what it takes to build a worldwide successful organization we talk about things from story to leadership to culture. I hope that it inspires you in some way. And it inspires me because Leon and his friends, they're all from Trowbridge, local town. And I think what this demonstrates to me and hopefully to you is that it's always possible. It's always possible. And sometimes when you meet real people, we all know the likes of Richard Branson and the people in the Gary V's of this world. Um, and sometimes they can seem superhuman because they exist in a world and they've, we don't see the highlights. Even Joe Wicks put out recently a, and I'm an overnight success uh, in 10 years kind of video. And, and he took us through the journey of where he came from. 
I think that's what this demonstrates is when you speak to local people about the journey they've been on. We should never underestimate the hard work dedication that it takes to get there. And anyway, this is enough from me. This is enough of an introduction. Come and join us on Facebook. Uh, we are always better than yesterday. Search that. Come and join our, our Facebook community, like-minded people who believe in being better than they were yesterday, helping others be better too. Without further ado, episode 90 with Leon Millard, CEO of Web Creation. Much love, guys. Leon Millard, great to have you on the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. How are you, my friend? Hey, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Very well. How so you, how you and I, I'm very well. You and I connected at the start of the year. Your company was hosting a networking event, and I remember coming into your offices and just looking around like, wow, like places like this exist in Trowbridge. Like, what's this about? And I just, and I know that you're a local guy from Trowbridge as well. And there's something within me that's curious. I love to learn from those doing great things. And um, it's taken a while to get you on the show, but I'm really uh, looking forward to asking you my curious questions to get underneath the skin of your mind, your leadership and, and the culture that you've created in your, in your business. So I hope you're ready for my questions. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I apologize for it. It has taken a little while. And um, yeah, to be honest, I think you used to say I'm busy. is probably a bit of an excuse sometimes, as you know, that, I'm not one for public speaking and things generally anyway. So um, I guess I, despite the bold kind of character that I um, deploy on LinkedIn and social media, I, I, I think secretly, you know, I kind of keep myself um, head down to the, to the outside world. Of course, I'm very comfortable with my own team, but um, this, is, this is new, you know, new territories. <laughs> Who is Leon Millard and what does he do? Um, so, I am many people actually. I've, I've, I've realised, um, and you, you, you change. I'm a bit of a chameleon, I guess. Um, in, in life, you you have to be like that. I believe. I mean, I've, I've now accepted um, the the job title of CEO um, and the kind of responsibilities um, and you know, the professional side and um, the, you know, the expectations that oh, I put myself to lead a team essentially yeah, it's a big job title um i've never been one for job titles actually i mean the company we run as you know has a very flat hierarchy um so job titles always seem a little bit over the top sometimes but you know i think it's, it's a good way of at least showing um displaying what it is you're looking to do and then of course the important thing is is fulfilling on that um but that's that's my work job title of course i am also husband dad um, friend and all the other things that we have um, and you know, for, for me um, it's cliche that it sounds kind of health and, and happiness is is number one actually um, you know, the business as big as it is now is kind of the icing the the, the cake is actually everything outside of that um, but of course it's got to the stage now where they, they kind of go hand in hand they intertwined um, and I think my kids, despite, you know, I've got a one-year-old, a four-year-old and a six-year-old um, and a 19-year-old. So, um, but funny enough, the, the, the baby doesn't know too much about what it's all about. But I think even toddlers now do actually have this. They've probably heard the name Web Creation UK at some point. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's a big part of the family life for you um, it, because it, what, the, I, the way I am with the business and my family is actually not too dissimilar. Um, and I've always been 
a bit of a character. Um, yeah, I, I win my children over with silliness and messing around and all the kind of fun stuff. Thankfully, my wife does all the smart things with educating and keeping on top of all, all, all the, that side of things. So um, I just get to play the silly role, which I quite enjoy. And I guess I kind of do that a little bit in the office as well. I mean, you don't have to, when, if you're leading a successful team and showing people the way forward, you don't have to try to look like the person you're supposed to be um, because it speaks for itself. I've always had this thing about, it's, it's better than the respect thing. You don't, if you go looking for people to try and be like, oh, I'm the CEO, talk to me like I'm the CEO, then they're going to think you're, you're a bit of an idiot. But actually, if you just get on and do things, then they automatically look at you in the way that perhaps some people would like to be looked at in that role. Um, so yeah, I think it all kind of crosses together. So many, many things am, am I. Mm. So you've created this beast called web creation, which you know, you, you're a Trowbridge, Trowbridge lad. And, and I find that really inspiring to, to see that you and your, and your friends and, and colleagues will have, will have built. Tell us a little bit about for context, the, the things that web creation doing, where you're based. And I'd love to hear the kind of origin story. Sure. Um, so as you said, we're based or head office is, is in Trowbridge. Um, but actually we, as you know, have people all over the world um, now. So we are very much um, a remote working company in the way we're set up. Um, I'm probably going to fly about all over the place with this, this particular question, by the way. Um, so despite the fact we're the, the head office in Trowbridge and I, am, um, I live um, in, in Froome now, but or near Froome, um, but yeah, I've, obviously the, the, the head office is in Trowbridge. We've got people now nationally up in up in Leeds and Liverpool, Birmingham. Um, we've got people in Eastern Europe, in Serbia, Romania. Um, we have people in India, so over in Asia. Um, we have people in Pakistan. We have a team. Um, we have another office in the US, um, so in Arizona, um, which is again another like localized office. Um, so sales and things happen over there. That, that allows us to run the US operation. Um, we are branching out into Australia this year. Um, and basically, although I am quite patriotic and proud to be British, etc., um, I think in this small world, um, it, you, you can utilize the skills um, and resources all over the, all over. So, um, you know, we're, what we're, what we're trying to do is offer a very high-end product at a relatively low-end budget, um, which is, you know, to take the question back to, to the start. So when I was looking to, to start the company, I, I didn't have any money. Um, you know, I don't come from a wealthy background. Um, I was working for a local IT company, um, which also had web design department, um, of which I was involved in the graphic design side of things. Um, I was very much into my music as I still am. I was in a band then. Um, had my first child when I was 20. Um, so um, did a lot of things in life very, very young. Um, and basically was just about making ends meet um, with the working and family life. I mean, my partner then, um, you yeah, know, on a very, very low income um, and things were, were difficult. It was, it was a struggle. And, um, it's funny because actually back in, in those days, I think people just saw me as the very horizontal. I've got quite a horizontal personality sometimes, quite, quite chilled out. Yeah, actually, I'm extremely on the board <laughs> normally. It's just my persona. So um, I think I kind of was already in this position where I, 
I just felt like I was just going along with it. Like every, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, I know what happens tomorrow and the next day. I just plod along. It's easy. And then um, things got more difficult and I decided I needed to take a second job. So there was a cleaning position at the company I worked for, um, which I opted to do that. So I was cleaning the offices a couple of times a week, um, hoovering carpets, cleaning bathrooms and toilets. Um, and I remember being there with the, with the Dyson thinking, I can do better than this. This is, this is not the way, this is not working out how I expected. Um, yeah, I'm doing this because I need the money. Um, I believe I'm smart enough that I could at least go freelance. Um, and that day cut up some credit cards, you know, brought up a good kind of 40,000 pounds of loans and credit cards, um, decided to snap all that up, let myself get into that stressful pickle for a little bit. And, and then find my way out. And actually, um, the thought of starting a, a real business, as I would call it, was, was extremely daunting and scary. So I decided, well, actually, let's just go freelance and, and or let's just do it myself. I can handle that. I'll just, I'll just do some, some designs for people, do some web development. Um, came up with a name. I, I, re I realized from looking around on Google that actually, back then in particular, and still a little bit now, it was very smoke and mirrors, um, you know, go down and sit in a glass office with a, with an illy coffee um, and pay a premium. Um, and you don't really know what you're getting until you've gone through all the conversations. And to have those conversations, you have to pay for them anyway. Um, well, I didn't really like the idea of having to sit down with anybody because I was actually quite nervous and shy back then. Um, so the, for me, the phone was, was the best um, the, the best of the worst. And, and, and email was actually much more preferable than doing it online. Um, so when looking on Google, realized everyone was called things like pink sheep and fluffy armadillo and weird names like that that had nothing to do with the industry, with, the, with what they did, but obviously it was very cool and trendy. And I thought, well, actually, I just want to say, say what it is on the tin, as they say, web creation. It's, it, as opposed to just web design, creation sounds a little bit more artsy. I'm going to go with that one, web creation. The domain name web creation was gone. So I stuck UK on the end of it and thought, well, we're in the UK, Web Creation UK. It's got, I mean, of course, it's got a great ring to it now because I know what it is and everybody that's involved in it, but that's often the case with names. Um, so started doing a little bit of work um, on a friend's website, but was, was very low value. And then looked into Google advertising um, and, and found out about Google AdWords, the pay-per-click advertising mechanism which I knew nothing about at the time, and it was fairly new, but was the ultimate delivery vehicle for how the business started. Um, I, I, I think I went about dinner for a few nights and managed to save myself 30 pounds, um, which was my spare advertising budget, in fact, my entire spare budget. Put that into Google, um, linked up a, a phone number to my mobile, um, and remember taking my very first call um, from an inbound lead, and was extremely excited, um, jetted out the door, um, of my where I was actually working, took the phone call, made the sale, um, built the website. It felt incredible. It was like seven hundred pounds. I think was the first site we did, um, and it felt, you know, I felt rich if I'm honest. Um, instantly, we got the money that I made from that and invested it back into Google, um, and that kind of spiraled up quite rapidly from spending thirty pounds a month to spending three thousand pounds a month. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, we're we're doing kind of ten grand a month turnover. Um, and I'm thinking, well, I can, this is, this is good. I can quit my job, which I did. Um, and I ran it from my home office for um, just over 12 months. 
Um, I can't remember the exact time scales, but probably around four months in, um, a good friend of mine, or best friend at the time, um, got involved. He was working for a company in Westbury, a garage. Um, he was also very design orientated, so I decided to get him and do that. Well, I did the kind of business sales side of, the, of things. Um, and within the first year, we'd already hired our first Indian developer, which um, actually came to me, someone just on a forum, um, at post for, for some work, and I thought, why not I'll try it out? Um, and actually, they were great. And that guy still works with us now, has a team of 50 people with him, which is built off the back of what we've done. Um, so, yeah, within a kind of probably 16 months, we went into the office, our first office in Trowbridge, um, which was funny because you could probably house about 30 people in there. And we had three people in there. Um, it was all very exciting and new, so the place was a bit run down. So I remember spending a bunch of weeks doing it up with well, the finance director, who's still there now, Sam. Um, got out to scratch, hired a couple of other friends. Luckily, I had friends that were all into similar things as me, had a tech kind of background, um, and, and, and just yeah, pushed hard. I mean, I think our first um, challenge was customer service because we were all about stacking the sales up, which I think is important for any new business. Um, and it was a little bit like, well, we'll keep selling. Um, you know, in terms of organized delivery, we've, we've got guys overseas that are doing the work. We're managing it from here, but there was kind of a few people managing all aspects of the business. Um, and it wasn't until we started to build up you know, 100, 200, 500 customers that suddenly we realized actually we're gonna have to make some serious changes just because of customer service and go down the pan otherwise. Um, and yeah, I mean, within um, probably within a few years, within three years, um, we were up to like 20 staff. Um, and we, we did our first million pound turnover in 12 months. Um, and it just, it just flew from there. Um, we now, as you know, moved into our new headquarters in Trowbridge, um, which we're very proud of. Um, obviously, strange times, everybody knows with offices and things. Um, and I won't go on to that bit too much. I'm sure you're gonna ask me a question about it anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's been uh, a, a bit of an adventure. I love that. I love how you've gone from <clears throat> 30 quid ad spend to what I saw this week was your uh, quarter of a million pounds on ad spend. Is that right? Have I got that right? Uh, so it was a quarter of a million pound turnover. So our ad spend is, is now significantly higher. I think we're up to about 65,000 a month we spend um, with, with Google right now. Um, and we had our first quarter of a million pound turnover um, last month. Um, and actually, in fact, the previous month, so um, May, um, that was our biggest turnover. So we, we, we did it two, two times in a row. Um, so we're, yeah, we're, we're on somewhat of a roll right now. Um, and yeah, we've adjusted things dramatically um, since COVID kicked in. Um, so yeah, the, the business is, um, as you know from LinkedIn, we're recruiting a lot right now. Um, I mean, we're an aggressive company in terms of um, we want to be the leader. You know, we, we don't see us as a Trowbridge company. We don't even see us as just a UK company. We see us as a global company. Um, and we want to be somewhat of a household name when it comes to digital marketing, which is funny because actually when I started the company, I remember the place I left and a number of people, including someone that would be happy to share this now, who's our, um, one of our leaders in, in the sales team, um, was my boss and, and they kind of predicted that I'd be back within weeks or months maximum, which for me, just that's where my aggressive side comes out. I think it was just like, right, well, I'm going to prove a point here because I'm not having that. Um, 
And I think from, you know, issues back in school and things um, have given me this very much a fight type of character, which is funny because I'm actually extremely laid back and don't like confrontation. But as I said to someone the other day, I think that's what, um, we've, had a, we've had some interest from, from various businesses in buying the company. Um, and an agent who's involved in, in potentially involved in those things and uh, noticed how well things were going and you know, asked me questions about COVID-19. And I said, I think the thing is after the initial hit, I went into this kind of three day psychological coma kind of thing um, where I was out of action. It wasn't like me. It's only happened twice in the business and we've been around 15 years, but I just didn't, I think I just completely collapsed in my head. And then it was something then that I just, that's where the fight kicked in. I was like, this just can't happen. I'm not having it. We're not letting this beat us. Um, in the same way, you know, I've never been in any scrap trades in my life. I was walking down the street and someone tried to mug me around with my family. I'm like, to turn into a ninja. Um, so <laughs> I think it's just that kind of passion kicks in for the things you truly care about. And I do have a circle of things I truly care about. And obviously the business is very much high up there. With um, with setting up a company, growing it, scaling it, leading over how long you've been in operations now? Fifteen years. So over fifteen years of experience. And what have you really learned about yourself and your leadership? Um, I think I've learned that I've basically stayed the same person. Um, so I've always been a heart on my sleeve type of character. Um, I'm a very emotional person, um, very creative um, with particular music, come from a creative family anyway. My brother's an incredible graphic artist and there's always been a lot of um, creativity in the family. So I think all that is always there. Um, I've also learned how much you can stretch your person, your, your kind of mind, if you like, from what may be a small thing initially, you, you can actually um, beef it up in the same way you can go to the gym and lose weight or gain muscle or whatever if you commit to something. Um, you know, I'd never have expected me to be in a position like now being interviewed by you um, about the success story. And I, I think sometimes I don't even realise we're actually in that success story because you're just kind of doing it every day and enjoying it and, and moving with it, not thinking too much about it. But I've realised how much I've, I've you know, matured and um, expanded my knowledge in 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 general like, i mean the amount of the amount of things you take on board with all the people you're hiring there's so many personalities involved in a company um and you can't you you have to think about things in many many different perspectives which i probably didn't once past. i remember back in, in the, when i was i don't know my late teens early 20s and i was really into heavy metal and rock music um and friends of mine were into like Oasis and Blur and indie music. And I was just like, no, I can't, can't listen to that. So, and I can't listen to anything you're going to say about it because it's just rubbish. And all I'm into is my heavy rock. And that's, that's the way it is done. I think you, kind of, you can't have that kind of way of thinking when you work with many people or even a few people. Yeah, with your family, anything, you've got to be um, willing to take on other experiences and thought processes and personalities which is a big part of the business so I guess I've learned that actually I've, I've got that I've got that ability which I didn't perhaps realize I had back in the early days mm. um so what yeah, does it mean to yeah man it does what does it mean to you I know you touched on this a bit earlier but what does it mean to be the CEO 
it's definitely a responsibility that I enjoy. Um, for me, it's just about le leading and having, you almost like playing a parent role. If I said to you, what does it mean to be a dad? Um, and I imagine you probably say similar things to myself. You know, I, when, when I get up in the morning, seeing their faces, that genuine, um, like everything they want to see is just there, bang. They're just so happy, like dad, daddy's away or mummy's away, you know, daddy's away, we can play, cuddle, talk about you know, what happened the night before, what we did the weekend, just, and it's really genuine, exciting, and I trust and believe in this person that they, he's told me we have a great weekend and I, and I know we're gonna have a great weekend. Um, so I, I think for, for me, it's exactly the same with um, running a business. Um, it's having people, so they look at you and they think, where are we going? What, you know, I say to people, we're gonna go and do this. We're, you know, we're forecast, we're aiming to do 300,000 this year after doing 250. No one thinks, don't be ridiculous, because actually, thankfully, I've managed to get myself into a position where I've proved and, and have the trust of my team in the same way you do with your, with your children, that they're thinking, no, Leon said this is going to happen, and therefore, I believe it's going to happen. And by believing that thing, suddenly it just opens them, them up, whether it's your children, they're going to be happy if they, you tell them they're going to be happy, we have a happy time. The team in the office are believing we're going to have a great time. We're going to go on and hit great things. You know, with the people we just recruited recently, I, I, I've spoken to, so we've, we've hired, well, nine people in the last six weeks. Um, and four of them in the last few weeks and two of them in the last week. Um, so, you, and, and one of the guys has now been here for about 10 days. I, I spoke to him for the first time on video chat yesterday, I kind of stay out of the way for a little bit in the very early start and let the other team that take over those um, training areas. Um, and I just said to him, how's it going? How's it going? How are you feeling about everything? And he was just so happy. And so he just said, this is the best thing I've ever done. I can't believe it's even better than you said it was going to be, which I laugh because I do sell the dream when I speak to potential um, new members of the family, as I call them, um, because actually, I want them to know what, how I feel and what, how passionate I am about where we're taking this thing. Um, and that is all about being the CEO. It's, it's making them believe, see, see this thing that you can see. I feel it, I know it, I believe it, it's, it's done, it's concrete, it's solid. But these are people that have never even met you or your ideas before. So you, I'm there trying to express to them how this is gonna happen. So I've got to be a bit careful because I wanna make sure I'm telling them how great it's all gonna be, but equally we've got to make sure we live up to those expectations. So to speak to this guy that's been with us for just over 10 days and to hear him say how it's even best than expected and you just know that actually what I've said was just the right amount. He's heard everything of where we're going to be. He's passionate. He's loving it. But actually there's even been some extra nice little bits that he didn't even know would be there. So I think, yeah, it's just guiding people and being that, that um, go-to person. But again, it's a reciprocal energy. As I, think, I think I've said this to you before, but from days of being in bands, you go on stage, you're super nervous, you play, start playing the first song, the crowd's static at this point, then suddenly they're clapping, cheering, maybe singing some songs, chucking themselves around, having a great time. That energy comes straight back to the band. They want to put more passion in their things, so it goes back to the crowd and vice versa. And that's exactly what we do um, with web creation. You know, my kind of passion, I, I, I throw it at the, the team, they throw it back to me, they just bounce off each other. Possibly sounds a little bit cliche, but absolutely is what happens. Yeah, love that. And, and and as I said uh, at the very start around this, this, this environment that you've created, this uh, real, I don't 
don't even want to use the word modern. It's just a great working environment. And um, what is important to you about the culture of web creation? The culture is um, actually it's interesting. This is changing a little bit as we get bigger. One thing, a friend of mine, um, which just sold it now, but running a, a huge company, um, hundreds of millions. Um, they had an incredible culture, and I was always impressed how they managed to keep that culture whilst they got up to you know 500 members of staff. Um, and I guess companies like Google and, and Facebook and things have a similar thing going on. It's, e it's quite easy, I believe, to have a, not a good culture when you're only a few people. As you take on more and more, things get a little bit more serious, a bit more, you know, dare I say, professional. Um, but you want to keep that culture that's there. Um, so we've got this work hard, play harder um, kind of mantra that we have splashed across the back of our bar in the office. Um, and back in the early days, work hard, play harder basically meant really rally the team up, absolutely go for it. We're only in our 20s, let's go out on the weekends, have a great time, party hard, enjoy life, you know, buy nice champagne, that kind of thing, work hard, play harder. But actually, as we've matured and developed and we're now older and we've got children and there's families and everything else, it's exactly the, 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 this, this kind of statement still exists. But I was talking to one of the new guys and I said, work hard, play harder for me is, and this is our culture, is work hard, yes. We work hard, we work smart, we put in 110% all the time and some. Um, you, you're, you just keep sweating. The same, I've, I've got one of these Peloton bikes. Sometimes you're like, almost towards the end and you're thinking, I just can't do any more, but I'm so close to my personal best. And somehow, I don't know how, but you just find this extra bit of strength and energy and you push on, sweat a bit more, and, and, you, and you do it. Um, so that is the work hard bit of it. But also the play harder, is everything outside of that work, working hard part. So, you know, the nine to five thirty, I don't believe in. I don't care when people start, finish. What, people in our business work all over the place, whatever suits them, and more so than ever in this in this current climate. Um, but play hard can mean going out with your friends, going to the cinema, making sure you're smiling all the way, making sure you you've, you you're talking about nice things together. And you did remember that time when we went and did this. You know, and so forth. It could be going out with your two stuff for the children. You, I, I, I laugh when you put your Instagram post on when you were having fun with, with the kids. You said, I'm doing the, the play harder, Leon mentioned. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so this weekend, I mean, it's, it's Friday, so tonight when the, the children are home from school and nursery, um, hopefully the rain will keep off. We'll go on the trampoline, probably get one of the sprinklers going. So this should, should be watering the grass, but it's going to be watering them. Um, <laughs> playing harder, you know? Um, it could be just sitting on the sofa watching TV is playing harder. That's actually playing really hard as far as I'm saying, because I rarely get to do it. So if once the children have gone to bed, I can sit down with my wife, watch a film or something like that. that for me, I'm playing really hard. It doesn't sound like you're playing hard, but it's just my mind is enjoying something that isn't to do with work, but I can do because of the benefit of putting in the maximum effort when I'm in work. So that's our kind of work hard, play harder culture. And we just try and instill that in our DNA of everything we do and the way the team connect to each other. Yeah, I love that, mate. And, and I think um, something you touched on earlier around COVID is that um, I think in the next few months, it's going to be really uh, common for people to be asking about COVID stories. What's your COVID story? And I'd just love to know um, what your COVID story will be. Um, 
Yes, another. I mean, we, we do these networking events, as you know, um, and you mentioned how we met, um, and they're great. Uh, I love talking to different people, and often people will ask about my story, and obviously they know it's held at our office, and they know that I'm the CEO, so um, they, they want to ask me some questions. So I've told that story a lot, and actually I've never been bored of telling it, because I'm super proud of it. Um, it's a good story. I think having a story is a big part of, of being able to go on and go further because you, you just continually writing your story essentially. Mm -hmm. um, and I like things to be keep, just to keep going. I don't like the thought of something coming to an end or even in a circle. It's just, just keep going, making these new parts of the story. So when COVID came along, I immediately thought this is gonna be a huge part of our story one way or another. Um, and it was, as you know, very, very rapid when things were announced um, and essentially we shut the office quickly um, within almost minutes, but I'll go of hours because it probably felt like minutes of, of things being announced that we were, everything was about to go seriously downhill. We noticed that our leads um, that we pick up that are vital part of our business had, had dropped by 90, 95%. Um, very quickly we reacted. Now it's a difficult thing to do. But I put a 15% pay cut in place for all of the staff, all the management team, directors, etc. We also furloughed a bunch of the team, which wasn't fun. None of that was fun. It was super unenjoyable. And it's very hard to be walking past a sign that says, work hard, play harder, when you're furloughing the staff and putting pay cuts in place. But because the team believe in what we do, they believe in me, we believe in each other, no one kicked up a fuss. It was all taken, it was, this must be needed because that's where we are and we have trust and faith in who we are and what we're looking to do. So I was very lucky the team was accepting of that. Within the first week, we, business remained extremely low and I actually did think, is this going to be the thing? You know, I'm, I'm hearing that you, you see people even now, like John Lewis's and Easy Jets and massive, massive multi-billion pound companies struggling you realize, just like the last recession, but even more, this can take out anyone. Um, it is all, the, the health side is obviously horrific and something else, but I can't, I'm, I'm not in that, that part of, of, the, of, of the world. I'm, I'm in business and I, in people's livelihoods and all that kind of thing. So my thing I need to do is to look after the, the business. Um, and the fifth or sixth day was when I just kind of crashed and just was like, no, it's all going, it's, it's all going wrong. I don't know what to do. And as I said earlier, this kind of complete mental blockage and just vanished in quotes off the face of the earth for a few days. Um, and we had the, I was, we, we had a summer house built, um, which I know you, you've seen um, in the middle of last year. Um, and it was a nice thing to splash out on. You know, we've, we've got a nice hot tub in it. We've got lovely views. Um, my staff know about it. They'll be using it. it the, next summer family barbecue and it's just nice thing to look at i like to be able to sometimes do something that is going to bring good experiences it's not just about going well check out my hot tub it's about this is going to give my family great experiences together it's going to allow my team and the company to better come and enjoy it with me it's a great thing and invested some money into it um and then but when we did it it was all about relaxing the whole idea behind this thing is an indoor outdoor space it's about shutting down and just chilling out and having fun and you know, enjoying life, basically. Little did I actually realize, as I said to the guy who helped engineer it the other day, that this was actually a major part of 
keeping web creation going in a kind of powerful way because it's actually become my office. Um, so you're bubbling away in the background as a hot tub. I'm sat over in the corner. It was never designed for this. So I'm sat, I've got a wallpaper table actually right now in front of me. I'm <laughs> in a garden seat and my iPad is starting. And this has been my office um, for the last, well, three months. Um, but it was just a really good place because actually even in the office, because I, we have a very open door policy and people just come and go they, and see me and you, they can hear you on the phone. It, you, you do, there's, there's a different type of focus and energy in the office, more energy than focus. Um, it's a little bit more scattergun. Whereas this being here for me, I'm just in complete silence in the countryside, middle of nowhere, really can focus. So I put all my energy and focus into where are the bits of the business we can make work? What things can we pull out? Not get too hit up over the things that are shutting down. And we did that. And, and actually, the other thing is, I've always been a risk taker. Um, it's easy to be a risk taker when you're in your 20s and you've got less um, things that rely on you, you know, children, um, you know, financial obligations and things. But the, risking where I am now is actually, you know, it's a much higher risk. But I'm, when, it, when it comes to the fight, I'm still, I still would take the risk. And I thought, instead of cutting back in advertising and all those kind of things that people are going to be looking to do, no, what I'm going to actually invest in advertising so we we pushed advertising and we pushed the kind of business generation side of things wound down other parts and as things um as it happened things started to come back to life pretty quickly for us um and then we just we just as i said earlier we rode that way we we just we didn't stop we need to go actually we're we're making some good money now let's let's just and it's we are in coronavirus and who knows what's going to happen that's just bag some money in the bank and just like kind of shore up and just stay safe. We didn't do that. Um, what we did is we just started making, yeah, we profits started going up, margins were good, bits of the business started to fly. We hired new staff. We unfurlowed people. We hired more staff. We, we looked at where we can change things. Where can we improve customer service? Where can we go back to customers and help their businesses be more successful from the things they can do online, which we're not currently doing because they were always a back burner. This is a big idea one day, but we're too busy running the business right now to actually do them so it was a great time for us to better look at things at a completely different angle um and we did very you know, we, we've been hugely successful with it and it is a pat on the back to the whole team we we have i mean someone said to me you're you're they call us corona proof um which i kind of feel like oh, we, we feel quite invincible right now to the team we, we're seeing such growth in all areas the reviews, I mean, check out our Trustpilot page. We've got such incredible reviews coming in. And all that stuff really matters. Happy customers. You know, it's, again, it's that reciprocal energy. Whether it comes from me to the team, from the team to the customer, from the customer back to the team, back to me, it's, it's, it's great. And, yeah, we've um, – so Corona's gone from what was uh, business-wise for us a, a terrible thing to allowing us to try new ideas and, um, yeah, perhaps take some risks that we wouldn't have taken before. And it's really much, very much paid off. Hats off to you, my friend, and I, and I, um, I know that you've had offers to <clears throat> buy the company, and and you said this yeah. on LinkedIn, and and you you turned down those offers. Why, why? What's important to you about not selling the company? Why not? Um, I think it's, there's many reasons to be honest. Um, one simple one is I think I'd actually go insane if I didn't run the company. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess the the, the actual fun part is I do enjoy my job. Um, I enjoy it a lot. And actually, 
yes, money is the scoring system in life um, for most people. Um, but actually, I said this to you at the beginning of one of our original meetups that I left the office I remember a few years back on Friday and people were drinking beers, someone was playing guitar, laughing, having a good time. I had, I had to go back home um, on time that night. I smiled to myself just thinking, how cool is this? These guys are staying, as they do regularly now, in the building, having fun together, enjoying this lifestyle that is created from this business. Um, so that's a huge one for me. There's an obvious one, which is the company's just nowhere near where I know it can be. Mm -hmm. um, we are tiny right now, really. Um, as I said in an email to the team at the end of last month, when we hit that milestone, this is just the start. So for me, I would hate to look back. But yeah, there's a risk. We could, we could go under tomorrow. Um, stranger things have happened in the world of business. But as a team, we've, it's not about how much money we've got now we're going to make or what's going to happen like that. Because I've got so much faith in the team now. We've passed two major recessions. You know, we're in the middle of one right now, I guess. We're doing so well. We did so well in the last time. We're, we're very much a force to be reckoned with. It, it kind of just proves that actually I've got such great people around me that there's no reason why we can't take it a lot further. So I'm not fearing those things. Um, so yeah, I mean, selling the business for millions of pounds, of course there's some kind of appeal there in terms of the cash you get out of it. But again, I'm lucky, I've got a nice lifestyle. I love my family life, I have, we're all smiling, we're happy. I, I don't feel like I need anything. Yes, we all like getting toys every now and again and going on holidays and things. Um, I'm very fortunate for what I have. Um, I'm very much believe in rewarding others. Um, you know, my favorite thing is about that, doing an appraisal with someone and seeing them do well off the back of that. Um, I love seeing the team evolve. I love the fact that I'm sat there since I eat my dinner and I just randomly think about how we've got a hundred people over in India that all have families and children like I do and they all have their lives and we're a huge part of, of of that all the way over there we've got people in the us i've been over there a number of times it's 44 degrees right now in this crazy kind of alien planet and yet i can sit in the office and hear someone say good afternoon web creation us it just gives me a huge buzz um you know seeing challenge the challenges that you get i, I love the challenge but this challenge we're in now I, I like being challenged um so for me all of the fun and the game and the, 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 the thrill of, of that is a good enough reason to keep going with it from a sensible professional King quotes boring perspective we're going to be a lot bigger so of course i'm going to just take the business to that place um so yeah we couldn't really be farther away from being in a position to be sold because we're not looking to sell the company um who knows what will happen in the future but all i can focus on is what i feel right now and that is just to keep growing the business keep hiring the team and keep making it an awesome place to be be part of and the lifestyle that goes with it awesome what's your take on uh, always better than yesterday. What does the phrase always better than yesterday invoke within you? Um, I wonder if you might ask me this question. <laughs> I haven't prepared for it. Um, I think there's a lot of things that you can think about when you say always better than yesterday. The obvious one, of course, is just about upping your game and be always looking. I think, I think, no, I wonder if anyone's ever had every single second of a 24 hour day where they can say they were happy for every single second of that day. And I just mean happy, like, yeah, I'm quite happy. I mean, ecstatically happy. I don't know if that's actually ever happened in the world. But if it hasn't, then that's what you should be aiming for. 
And in which case, always better than yesterday. If you only just make one more second of happiness because of whatever it may be, work, home, money, walking in the countryside, whatever it is, then you've, you've been better than yesterday. So perhaps if you do that for your whole life, you might get to that point of having 24 hours every second. Love that. Love that. How can people connect with you? How can, who, who should be checking out web creation? Um, every small business, medium business, large business, anybody looking to be successful online. We do, we do appeal for everyone. We do websites for bands. We do Google marketing for lawyers, solicitors. We do tree surgeons, you know, just everyone you can think of. Um, we deal with, um, and we particularly excel at holding someone's hand and making it a, a success. It's not just about delivering them, ticking a box and saying, yes, I'm, I'm online now, that's that box ticked. It's about make, helping them become what's happening with us. It's about helping push our um, work hard, play harder onto their business um, so they can play harder because hopefully their, their online business is working hard for them, um, which obviously we're a big part of. Love that. Happy days. I've really enjoyed our chat, mate. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. And I would just love you to leave us with a final thought from your good self. Oh, final thought. <laughs> um, my final thought would be just to be true and honest with everything you do. Um, and it's something people can relate to normally in relation, physical relationships more than anything. And you honesty and, 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 and being truthful with each other is a big part, but I think you can apply it to everything. And I think in particular, in, in, with, your, with yourself inside, you know, um, believe in what you're gonna do. Um, I think that if you don't believe you're gonna be great, then you probably won't be great. And if you believe it, it's far more likely to happen. Nothing's guaranteed, but you stand a much better chance um, just to keep looking for that whatever it is print it out stick it on the wall look at it every day and then go for it amazing thank you so much for your time mate cheers ryan it's been great there we go episode 90 with ceo of web creation our good friends and sponsors of this show leon millard i think as I always do, reflect at the end of any episode uh, on some of the key highlights. For me, in this one, uh, it was really about uh, energy creates energy. I love what he was talking about, the metaphor when he's in the band and he gives energy out, the crowd gives energy back, and it's that reciprocal nature. I think as a leader, that's really important for us to recognize that the energy we put out, we can then gain that back from the energy that our team create and then that continuous cycle of motivation, inspiration. Um, and I'm really interested as well is, is Leon's take and what it means to be always better than yesterday. If we could just have one more second of happiness today than we had yesterday, then that is moving us some way forward to a good life. I hope this has been useful. I hope you've been inspired. Please go and um, check out webcreationgroup.com for stunning websites, sensible prices. Come and join our Facebook community at We Are Always Better Than Yesterday. But most importantly, come back again next time. Share this with one person in your network that you feel needs to uh, hear or share in the great things that um, my guests are sharing. Hope that it leaves you and those around you a little bit better in your heart 
and in your mind. And until next time, I'll speak to you soon. Much love, guys.